0: Welcome to AOL with Wandelin. My name is Wandlin. Whether you're tuning in through our YouTube channel or listening through your podcast, I want to say thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Welcome everybody to year three of our series, of our marriage series. Um, I don't know why I'm nervous.
1: Me either. If you haven't watched year one and two, then obviously year three isn't going to make much sense. So we advise you to go and watch year two and one in order to kind of get an understanding of where we're at within the story. But if you're new, uh, we are, we've been covering essentially the five years of our marriage. We celebrated five years in June um, of 2020, and we're super excited about that. Uh, it's a milestone for us. It's a, my longest relationship. Um, so it's a milestone for us, obviously. So yeah, we're sharing kind of some of that stuff and being transparent with our story. Yeah. So
0: year two, um, to recap, the, the where we ended off was us basically moving yeah.
1: to. Well, we we were prep in preparation of moving um, out to to Arizona, and so like in order to kind of get the gist of it, you can go to you know watch those other videos and stuff, and yeah, yeah. But anyways, year three, no, before we do that, every time we start the video, what's the summary, or what's the one word that you'll use in order to encapsulate the year?
0: Restart button?
1: Re- restart. two words.
0: Okay, restart. Restart. Yeah.
1: Okay. So uh, year
0: one was, was, um. what was year one? I said trash. What did I say?
1: You said
0: um, but like extremes.
1: Extremes, yeah. And yeah. then year
0: two was we both agreed that it was trauma. Trauma. Trauma was our word for year two. So year three, my word is restart.
1: And I would say mine's just like refine.
0: Refine. Yeah, yeah that's a good one.
1: I'll say refine. I like
0: that
1: one. Let's yeah, let's stick to yeah, refine. Yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I choose good ones. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. So. I mean, we kind of think that that kind of summarizes, that word "refined" probably summarizes like our year three. Maybe you agree, maybe you won't. I don't know. But anyways, so we ended off talking about how we were making these uh, preparations in order to move out to Arizona. So in August of 2017, that's when we uh, officially left.
0: But during, where we left off was just us deciding that we were going to move to arizona but within from june to august it was just a lot of preparation a lot of savings a lot of like literally everything we're making we're saving for this trip we um he was the only one working so it's not like we had a whole bunch of money saved up and moved we just felt like it was a move that god wanted us to take so we kind of did it by faith not Mm kind of we completely did it by faith and nothing but faith so
1: so so when we talk about faith we saved up pretty much like the exact dollar amount (laughs) like in order to kind of come out here and and that was a lot of people wouldn't agree and a lot of people wouldn't like necessarily
0: take that risk,
1: take that risk. But that was something that we were willing to do just because we felt like this was something that was really pressed upon us by God. So we did that and trying to be faithful in that we ended up moving um, and it was a successful move. We got our apartment.
0: But the toughest part during that season was knowing that we wanted to move, knowing that we had a date to move, and knowing that we had to move because he got accepted to the seminary school. But he didn't have a job yet. He was applying to like a hundred places. Yeah, like a day. Yeah, like I think you signed over a hundred applications or something. Mm -hmm. Sorry.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So that's obviously over-exaggerating. But like, I mean, in a week's time span, like I was definitely like applying for at least like 50 plus jobs. Um, but then I ended up getting a call back from a job and, um, it was a, it was a case manager position, um, working with people with mental illnesses and, uh, it was a, it was a dope opportunity. So obviously I took it because that was the one thing that was essentially lacking or we were lacking in. Um, and that was essentially the last piece that we needed in order to move. So, right,
0: and that came literally like weeks before yeah um us actually moving so that's what we mean by like this whole thing
1: i got so desperate like i was i was applying i mean for for any and every type of job just because i knew that that was something that we that was the last component right
0: and during that time we both agreed that i was going to do something something small but during this time um we knew that i wanted to stay or we both agreed that um i was going to stay home with Micah, who was just, well, at this point, he just celebrated his one-year birthday. So we didn't want me to go back to work yet. So um, he was literally the only one working for us once again. Um, and, yeah, so we moved out here in August. and we,
1: we So when we saw how much I was getting paid, though, we thought we Yeah, were, we thought we were. <laughs> we, we thought we had to come up. Bro, we, and
0: because shoot. of that, we ended up, overdoing it with our apartment
1: I don't know if we should say we
0: okay it was we babe
1: I don't know if it was we
0: it was we
1: it was it turned to we because me wanted you happy
0: <laughs> no but I found and let me remind you guys we did not know anything about Arizona. All we knew was at
1: least like demographically right. and like we
0: just knew that we needed a place. We need a place that is close to where we were going to mm. be working, In close church. to where we were going to church and all of that. So, we just looked online for all these apartments and stuff. A lot of them were luxury apartments um <laughs> which
1: talk <laughs> about gated community talking about uh, pool, talking about so we went uh, exercise, our Listen,
0: exercise we were...
1: <laughs> facility, looking like a baby version of L.A. Fitness. <laughs> like, it, it, it was the whole nine.
0: Yeah, but, yeah, once again, he start like, when we found out how much he would be making with his job, we thought, okay, since we're going to move to a, or I thought, mm-hmm. since we're going to be moving to a whole new place that we don't know, I these are some things that I cared about just being in a gated community just a place where we felt like we would be good um, but we did that not knowing how hard it was going to be for us financially to keep up with everything um, we'll talk
1: a little bit more we'll about talk that kind of like how but... we gone there but um so so in August we ended up you know packing everything shout out to my dude Shannon again. Uh, helped me move across the country, so Wanda had the luxury of flying. Lux- it
0: was no, 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 no. It was not no luxury. I was left with one kid, one kid, with a whole bunch of bags and his car
1: seat because
0: I had to hold his car seat. And if you guys know me, I'm like this little tiny little thing, so I had to hold a car seat, a newborn baby, and some luggages because I stayed back. Um, so I had like suitcase or a suitcase or a book bag or something like that and I had literally no help from Roel because he was driving yes. To Arizona while I was taking the flight, it Once. was the most traumatic experience. ever. Tama- okay, now
1: we're using this 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 word kind of loosely.
0: No, okay, sorry. It-
1: Say it was very difficult. It was hard. It was hard. I believe you. I remember you was telling the story how like a lady. Till
0: this day, I still feel the feeling of lady, how hard a lady okay. had
1: to come and Listen, help you. you guys, Y'all was it- running through the airport. It was
0: difficult while I'm walking, and plus I just said goodbye to my best friend who helped me move and helped or who drove us to the airport. And you know we're like trying to say our goodbyes, but we're running late. Oh, like it was just messed up, and and you know so I'm here crying and I'm trying to carry my one year old son and just trying to do so much. And then while <laughs> while I'm like trying to get to the air, uh, what is it called? the Airplane. Not the airplane. The the place where you wait to go into the airplane.
1: Uh, the. We know what you're talking about. Yeah,
0: when I was um, going the there, gate, the, the gate. gate. When I was trying to get to the gate. I was dropping everything I was having to, and then Micah was, like, you know, just crying, and just a lot was happening, and some people, like, each way helped me, like, it's like God sending somebody each, Mm. (laughs) each part of my, like, the way to the gate to help me, and somebody actually carried my, suitcase she was with me she was like I'll meet you there and she was carrying it and I was running crying running and crying and I got there I sat down and I was like this was so stressful
1: yeah meanwhile I'm on a road with Shannon and freaking oh my gosh listen I don't know if you guys have ever drove from you know, far distance, like, it was like 20-something hours our trip was or something like that in total. Mm -hmm. Anyways, we drove from Tallahassee, Florida, all the way to uh, Arizona with only one stop. And we were supposed to have two stops. We were supposed to stop in Dallas, but apparently my reservation never made it there, and it didn't have any (laughs) availability. So Shannon ended up taking a nap in the car or in in the truck, While I was trying to figure out what was the deal, that didn't work out. By the time I got out the hotel, the people were, uh, the the sun started rising. So I'm just like, you know what, man, it's too late to try to go to sleep now. Like, I'm going to go put some gas in the car, get an energy drink. I had a banana, and we just kept booking it. And we booked it all the way to um, El Paso. And honestly, I don't think I'll ever do that trip again.
0: Well, we wouldn't need to do that Shoot, if I'm going back
1: to Florida to move if that's a huge uh, hard if which uh, I don't We yeah. ain't going
0: back to Florida.
1: But if I ever have to take a trip like that again yeah. while we're moving, I'd rather sell everything I own and just restart. Like that's that's on everything. Yeah.
0: Day. So this was all to say that the actual trip was just a headache.
1: Yeah.
0: But we finally made it. We finally got here and we got to our luxury apartment. <laughs> our
1: luxury apartment, our right. luxurious apartment. Our
0: luxurious apartment. Literally, this apartment was surrounded by a mall. Bruh. Um that's how luxury, luxurious it was. It was a mall across, a mall across the street, main movie event, theater, movie theater, entertainment,
1: top golf, all this stuff. All that, so like all walking distance. It was almost like where right, you didn't have to leave this bubble. Yeah, like and
0: this place in Arizona is is pretty, it's pretty wealthy. So, anyways, we didn't know that. We didn't know that. We didn't know that. So quickly over. though, the next thing that happened was like we experienced such a huge culture shock. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. we experienced a culture shock that we've probably never experienced going from Florida, one of like, I know New York is like the melting pot, but Florida is like probably right after it. Yeah,
1: especially South Florida. South where, Florida. Where we were like grown up. So,
0: we grew up with diversity out of like just crazy diversity. Moving to Arizona, where it ain't that diverse. It's really not, especially
1: not in Gilbert.
0: It's yeah, especially where we moved to, it was not diverse at all. Like if anything, like going from seeing like people that look like us to rarely seeing people that look like us. And so it was just difficult because I was such in a diverse place that I didn't even notice a lot of racial stuff happening. You know what I mean? Not a lot of racial stuff happened with me, at least, Mm -hmm. growing up. Because everywhere that I was, everywhere Mm -hmm. that we grew up, was always... If anything, we were... It was mainly, like, you know... It was just so diverse, you know what I mean? But coming out to Arizona, to a place that is just majority white... I didn't know if... It was, the like, that insecurity of not knowing if I'm accepted here. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't know how people... Perceive me and people who look like me because it was just so much of, you know, just white people, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And it was difficult because every time I go into a store, I always felt like just like the minority and I always felt like, do these people even want me here? You know what I mean? So that was the biggest one for me during that time when it comes to culture shock and not seeing anybody that looks like us a lot.
1: Yeah, and for me, it was, like, different. Um, It was more so kind of, like, in the church community and stuff like that. And it was all just kind of, like, wrapped around acceptance. And, like, you know, like, one of the most difficult things for me was trying to, like, be comfortable with my own personal identity so like I like my hair being in like twists or like long and stuff like that but I remember like I cut my hair because like I didn't want to be seen or perceived as a particular way Mm -hmm. Um, and that's stuff that I still you know struggled with but I've kind of become more comfortable with kind of grasping like who I am and things of that nature Um, but that was definitely things that I kind of struggled with like first coming you know into Arizona and just like not really like you know obviously like where we were at the white people that we had friendships with or all the people that we had friendships with they like knew us personally mm-hmm. so there wasn't any impression to be made but now when you come into a new space yeah like you want to make the right impression and right. stuff like that so that was you know some of the the difficulties and challenges yeah. as far as like culture shock that we face coming to you know a predominant like a predominantly like uh, you know, white American context and, you know, um, that particular, like, lifestyle, which really kind of yeah. differed from, from us and our upbringing as well. So, yeah,
0: and it's it was, I think a, a big part of it was, like, we just felt like we didn't fit in where we were, specifically yeah. where we were removed we to, like, the city we moved to, we felt like we didn't fit in, and that's because of where we came from, um, Florida, so it's, like, that was an aspect of, like, not only our, our skin color, but also our financial status. You know what I mean? Like, it definitely wasn't. We felt like we didn't fit in financially. We didn't fit in, like, race-wise. Like, we, like, yeah, so it just felt like we put ourselves in a position where we experienced so much more than we thought we would, mm-hmm. and that's just because of a place we decided to move to. Yeah. rather than we didn't know Arizona and we didn't do our research we We just do demographically that it was majority white and like Hispanic and then Native Americans, and then we're probably the last ones on the demographic chart or whatever, but we didn't know that it was gonna be like sorry <laughs> we didn't know it was gonna be like like how we've experienced it but but honestly, nobody actually well. That year, like, specifically that year, nobody um, made us feel like we were, like, not wanted. Yeah. Like, every single person that we've met, especially at our church, was super welcoming, super loving. We actually, that's the biggest part that I think we struggled with the most was community, which we can talk about a little bit more. But I mean,
1: that's definitely kind of like a transition piece of it because the next couple of months would suck
0: yeah <laughs> so coming here, before we get into the actual relationships that we're able to build, community was that part that was like another difficulty because yeah. we came from a church where we were at for six plus years, mm-hmm. and we developed a community that was basically our family our our, our best friends became our sisters our, like it's, it was just like a community that we
1: had yeah so like kind of carrying that expectation of what like it was for us uh into this new culture and this new world like that was kind of one of the most disappointing aspects because like where we were in florida like in tallahassee like all of the the people that we did life with for those past six years it was like you know it was nothing for us to plan something spontaneously and like execute it like that night like we just kind of we just flowed and we like we just worked that way um, and
0: that that's because we most of us all left our family to go to come to, to college
1: to, like to come to, to, to college. college so
0: we became each other's like family like yeah we literally ate together cooked together I and mean, we put
1: our money together like we, we took did care of each other yeah. i think at one point like when we had our kids, like, they would, you know, watch our kid, we're well, our kid, because we had our second kid here. But when we had Micah, like, they would watch Micah for us while we go and watch a movie. And it's just, like, it was all these, like, you know, just, this, this dope, you know, family-type feel that was really, like, hard for us to kind of transition and kind of replicate that here yeah. in Arizona. And a lot of reasons is because, like, one a lot of the people that we know or that we started to get to know were kind of older adults Mm -hmm. so like they're kind of more established and like they're not about you know you're talking about
0: when we moved here when we
1: moved here yeah yeah. and that was kind of like the hardness of just kind of like which
0: honestly though I really appreciated because I think that was around the same time that I prayed and been asking God for just older people that I can become friends with, like that I can build relationships with. So surprisingly, when we did come out here, all my friends were older people, people that I can look up to, people that I was talking to about what I was going through. Like just women who poured into me, who cared for me, who, um, invited me over to their homes. Like those were my first friends, which was very special to me.
1: Yeah. So Let's talk about because um, this was year one or kind of the beginning of year one in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So we moved in August. The next month would have been, um, what is it, September?
0: Mm-hmm. And then you started your work. So
1: Sept, September. Isn't that when my car like got all jacked up?
0: Oh my goodness! Some, we <laughs> we even got to go in depth <laughs> we, of like.
1: But it's just like, honestly, birthday, though, on just... my on my birthday, on his... yo, so we went to go celebrate. Yeah. Uh, we were supposed to drop off Micah to a friend who was going to watch, you know, our kid. Uh, but on the way there, the car ends up breaking down. This is...
0: This is the only car we it's have, the by the way. the only car
1: that we had at this particular time. And it ends up breaking. Now, mind you now, we came to Arizona with exactly what we needed in order to like like to get out here so that was like wild in and of itself that ends up happening but then um in november
0: no but then don't forget you started work that month how was your... i started
1: september so yeah. i started i started doing you that to go
0: into yeah i time. started
1: doing that work um and it was kind of dope i had a really legit boss at first like it was kind of dope but yeah that Moving job, hard. it wasn't. It wasn't where it's at. I don't know if we will even harp on that way too much, yeah. but that job didn't turn out to what I, I thought it would be, and it was very like quickly trying to like fulfill the book of Exodus and and leave <laughs> out of that mug because it it was it was a trap.
0: He didn't enjoy the job because it wasn't. I love
1: the people that I worked with as far as like. Um, My my co workers and the clients that I have, but just the structure and build of the company.
0: It wasn't for the people. It it was for making a quota.
1: Yeah, making a quota. Almost kinda like just trying to keep the lights on and get paid, but like not really trying to like help the people. It was so under resourced. It was very stressful. When he came
0: home it was it was quite yeah, it was hard when he would come home because you can tell like he's miserable at work. Yeah. And stuff like that. And this was month
1: one two three yeah it started it It started started really really early early. (laughs) it started really early
0: (laughs) that's where like a lot it was just hard the first few months was hard and then we hit holidays thanksgiving we had a great thanksgiving this is a the time that we got to spend thanksgiving with um
1: just some of this like the the people that we started to like build relationships and friendships with which was really dope we got invited by a friend to go to their house like uh, we had turkey. We got to meet some other people and kinda got closer to some it other people. It was honestly
0: the first Thanksgiving we experienced that like was actually like Thanksgiving. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like where well we had a couple in um, in Tallahassee, Tavahasse, but and everybody people went normally home. go home. Yeah. They go home to their own families and celebrate Thanksgiving. So we had a few Thanksgiving where whoever stayed behind, we did a little Thanksgiving together. But mm-hmm. this one here was probably like one of the best experience I had when it comes to Thanksgiving because usually growing up, Thanksgiving was never something that was like, oh, let's come gather, sit together, eat together. It was like always about the turkey and the food. And then I never really sat at a table and ate with like a whole group of people or anything like that. So this Thanksgiving was really amazing. And we thank God that we were able to be a part of that. Yeah,
1: Um, it was definitely like an, like a, create like a happy feel you know i mean like the potentially like this is what it can kind of be like but then december
0: then december came What? no but even then like
1: bruh okay yeah we had some
0: great moments in between okay so it was honestly it was up and down up and down we've experienced highs and we've experienced lows and
1: we can kind of just say that like without trying to get into like Cause just for the sake of time, but yeah. just like December, specifically, specifically, like, video, yeah, specifically, <laughs> like, Christmas, like, the beginning. Because, like, we have and Micah. New Year's. Well, I was gonna get into New Year's okay. next, but Christmas was great for the first like hour. two hours of yeah. us, like, being awake. After that, it was just like, what do we do now? Yeah,
0: we opened up gifts we, because we played some music.
1: Because normally, we'll probably what would have happened um is that we would have over the butlers mm-hmm. like that yeah. just would of by nature would have happened but they weren't in town that time they went they went out of town they went back home and it was just us here in arizona so like and it by was,
0: by this time like we had friends
1: but they were doing stuff with they their were doing family. things with
0: their families and we're not like super close yet yeah. where we just go over each other's houses right right so Our Christmas was just so lonely, and we were actually depressed. It
1: was really pitiful. Did we end up going to the movies, though? No. We didn't? Maybe that was the next year. I think it was the next year that we ended up going to the movies.
0: But that year, y'all, we looked at each other, and we were like... We were crying. Like, I think I I cried. I didn't
1: cry, but it was I think I cried New Year's. (laughs) New Year's was worse.
0: (laughs) New Year's was so... Like, because there's nothing we could... Like, back home, we would do, like... We're Haitian, so there's this thing called, like, Subjumu, which is, like, something that we do to celebrate, like, our independence. Yeah. independence, yeah. Um, and we, because Haitian's independence day is also July 1st. So, J- I meant January <laughs> 1st.
1: <laughs> so,
0: there's stuff that we would usually do if we were back home, but we were just literally, New Year's came, it's like, Happy New Year's.
1: And that's it. Wee! And that's it.
0: That's it. And we were just that's it. There. What did we we tried to do something. I don't think
1: we did. Anything. Honestly, yeah, that was we it, stayed home and we moped.
0: We we moped. We were devastated. We were depressed. We were like
1: It was really rough.
0: It was rough. After that whole thing happened, I think that next year coming for or us going into the next year, we were able to be plugged into so many different things. We got plugged into the youth. We got plugged into um, some women stuff that they would do at, at my church and that was like you, not
1: me, me, you said yeah. We. Sorry,
0: no we woman. got plugged in into a lot of things. It didn't take us long, even though it was it felt long. It actually didn't take us long to be connected, to build community, to have friends. So that was pretty good.
1: Arizona started to kind of feel a little bit more like home, but then it was still challenges. Now, one thing that I would say though that we didn't mention that was really, really, extremely dope that kind of almost reassured that God was with us through his whole entire time is how, and I won't go into all the specifics, but, um, through a particular person, like we got refunded all of the money that we spent to come out here. Yeah. Um, and that was such a huge blessing. Like they just kind of randomly asked us like, how much did it cost for you to come out here? And then like, they, they got us a check not too long later and it was just like here. Yeah. That was that bro. Because because even when we moved out here, like we had like a little bit like nothing, so I had to ask a mentor of ours, like, "Yo, could you like give us any type of money in order to kind of help us with like some groceries or whatever?" But like even and shortly, our
0: parents, we asked our parents. Well, I, I asked am about to say
1: I don't I don't think I did. I think I had, ask, I had some pride issues. But something. I asked
0: my parents. It was difficult. Even though it was difficult, we still felt like this is where God wanted us to be. Yeah. There was not one time that we regretted coming here there was not one time that we regretted our decision it was just the fact that we still had to face those hardships as we are de- developing our or like trying to f- find our foundation basically yeah. here so and
1: I feel like I don't know there's like a like a something in that <laughs> like something in like for the person like who wants to like go out and like you know do some stuff like obviously like we took a risk I would say that you would definitely need to consider the cost um, like ain't having no money, um, being one of those like legitimate costs and all that stuff. But um, I mean, hindsight 2020, like, it, it just became, it was one of the most best, like, it was the best, best thing that we've ever we done mm-hmm. to be able to do that. But it took a leap of faith to be able to go ahead and do that and to see how God is, like, faith. Not to say that that's going to be your situation right, or whatever, but the fact is, is, like, if that is something where God is calling you to do or, you know, yeah. like, go ahead and take that leap and don't think too much you don't know, think let, it's been, like because yeah. like we I mean I mean we somewhat plan. Like I had a job, so we're gonna have a stream of income, but as far as like, you know, saving yeah. and all that stuff and trying to get ahead, like
0: everything didn't make sense. Everything wasn't like running smoothly as soon as we got here. Right, right. You know what I mean? Looking back now, like, yeah, we had some hard times and stuff like that. But I feel like those are the moments that kind of reveals the, the work of God in our lives so well because it's like we're struggling, but yet yo, we're here four years later and we're still standing, we're still good. And um, things are are moved in a direction that we, you know, with our faithfulness, with this decision, we were able to see the fruits of, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But I feel like the fact that we saw that God was in it throughout the, the whole time and we saw God's hands using literally family members, using people around us, using like just honestly, we've experienced, babe, miracles during that season. Like things like how do some people know that this is something that we need? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? God will use some people to do certain things for us that they don't even understand what they just did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But God knew that at that moment we needed something. Mm-hmm. We needed whether it was help with our car. Remember the car story?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. had like Let's a go. Co- right. So so all right. So we're gonna have to like skip over some stuff. But I think these are things that are like really dope. Like even in the midst of it, like we needed two cars. So we had our car, my little boo-boo car, taking us to A and B. But we, we obviously needed two cars because the, the job that I was working required me to have to have the car all the time. Um, so Wanda would be kind of trapped at home, and it would be like very like tough for her to, to be able to do stuff. Like, so we needed another car. Well, honestly, but, but to make a long story short, we got blessed with a car, uh, a a Prius, that was that pretty even... much... Honestly, we paid $750 for it. And it Originally, was a good
0: Good it was car. a good car
1: that wasn't drove a lot. Like we look at the car facts like it was properly. Um, it's
0: never been like through an accident. It like, wasn't an
1: accident. No type of anything. The the, the, the the title was clean. Like it was this really good car, and it was kind of just through like a connection, connection
0: relationship. That,
1: like I mean, I mean, we don't have to go into all those details, but just, we had a car like for seven hundred and fifty bucks, right? Pretty much a
0: really great car,
1: and it was like really good on how God was like you know able to 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 give us that. In the midst of all of that, so another thing that I would say, the way that God came through is like how that job was really stressful for me. Mm-hmm. And like, here's another thing that I wouldn't suggest anybody to do, but shout out to MK, or MK, MJ, MJ. You know who McKinney, you are. McKinney,
0: you be watching our, our <laughs> you know what I'm You're faithful, shout so out shout out to you, McKinney.
1: So, so, man, I had a talk with my boy, and like, it, it wasn't his decision, but it was through our conversation that I realized, man, like, I need to, I need to get out this job because it's hurting me more than it's actually, you know, helping me and my family, even though it is a paycheck. But anyways, man, like I ended up kind of really like, um, man, I had to get out that job and I actually quit that job before I actually found another job, which was something that was very, very risky. God provided a job the the last day that I was employed there I got my acceptance letter for the next job and I continued on like that following Monday like man God God's just really been faithful in this move kind of like you know coming out here yeah. so um
0: which we can continue
1: at this time I was handling the books and I wasn't I guess I wasn't doing well with it or anything like that but like it, it was just, like, really, really difficult for us, like, on the financial tip. So, I think at this time, I started really pressing in for you to, like, we need more, like, we need more money. Yeah, this is when And he, this started, like, some really, like, this started some really tough conversations because I felt like we weren't hearing each other.
0: And our values started seeming like it was, and even though our values were the same, at that moment, it felt like he wanted me to do something that was going against the values that we thought of for our family in the beginning, like me not going to work or me us just being able to stay home. Um, one of us staying home with the kid with our kid and um, at least till like kindergarten age, blah, blah, blah. Like all of that was um, figured out before we even had kids. So when we came into that season where we needed more income and he's telling me I need to do, find a job, mm-hmm. I took it very offensively. Like mm-hmm. I was like, what do you mean? I need to find a job, and he wasn't talking about no like like side job. He was talking about like full-time potentially job. a full time job, and that's job. when I was just like, we need money. yo, like we don't need that much money because if we both needed, if we both worked full time job, then we were going above like w- like we don't need to have both of us work. But at that time, I felt like he was desperate for us to both be worked but I wanted to stay home. With our kid, like our newborn.
1: Yeah. So it's... I
0: was trying, like I, and then eventually we ended the conversation with, with the fact that yes, we need more money, we need more finances, um, but I'm not gonna just go straight to a full time job. And that's when I got into another job. And it was more so part time than it was full time, which is great, but it pushed us to a place where we had to put Micah in childcare part time. And which was hard for me, but at that time, I feel like, over, like, after my pride died out a little bit, I was able to see what he was really trying to say, which was right now, even though our desire is for us to stay home with our kid, but right now, that's not what our reality is. Mm-hmm. And our reality is showing that we both need to be working somehow, even if that means um, Micah going to childcare.
1: Yeah. And there was a lot of just like communication. I mean,
0: it was tough we had- it was
1: it was really tough, man. We yeah. had some really ugly conversations like about that, and yeah. it was just like the fact that it almost seems like what I was saying was kind of being misinterpreted, and what she was saying was being misinterpreted, and we weren't choosing to sit down and really listen to one another, but like we just kind of wanted to just state our opinion and what we believe, so like that got us nowhere very quickly, and like yeah. I responded in ways that are very embarrassing to share. Um, today um, but I, I you know it, it, it just kind of goes to show like um, communication is key like it's, yeah. it's king when it comes to uh, a marriage or a relationship period. communication
0: in the sense of like really not just communicating what you feel but listening to what the other person's communicating to really each. taking some time to like slow down and like stop trying to think of your next statement or right, your right. next point point. But, like, slowing down and listening, really listening. Because sometimes, like, I know with, with Roshul, he has some, some we have experiences where he can't really articulate what he's really trying to say. So, sometimes it could be taken wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, like, if I truly listen to his heart and what he's trying to say, or or if I even spend the time to ask him questions of, like, what he's really trying to say, then we'll get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Rather than me, like, taking what he's Saying, that
1: normally happens like a day or two after the initial argument, where it's kind of like.
0: Oh, I get what you're trying to say. Right, right,
1: right. And it's just like. Uh, but at
0: the at the um, like at the moment, I'm not trying to li- like. I want you to hear what I want to say. Right. And I'm taking whatever you're saying very offensively, and I'm going to defend my case. And it's just like, yeah, it was not going anywhere. Yeah. But so we
1: got nowhere real fast.
0: We got nowhere, but after a few days, I've I understood what he was trying to say and I went up to him and told him I understood and that's when I started asking people like hey do you know if anybody's hiring and stuff like that so that's when we started I started that new job and Michael went to child care and everything was good but March comes a little around this time we started talking about potentially having another child which you guys may think were crazy but we wanted our kids to be two years apart three years apart
1: Bro, um, listen
0: so I wanted another you child. You wanted
1: another child. <laughs> <laughs> like you saying we, we. So
0: he wanted one too. We both agreed that it was going to be two. We wanted two years. But this yeah, was before was, we moved. This was before we moved. That yeah, we said. Like,
1: yeah, but yeah.
0: he was so traumatized by my birth experience that when I brought it up again, he was like, like just, I don't know what word to use, but he was not like excited. He was just like, okay, um, are we really talking? It was just about this hard. Right it was
1: hard to be pumped about having another kid, facing what you've just experienced, kind of like a little over a year ago, and being in the situation that we were, like financially, like it just didn't seem right. Insurance like, but then wise, I think, and I think you kind of like one of your statements was just like, when is ever the perfect time or so or some, I don't know if mm-hmm. that was one of your things that you said, but I feel like that sounds like something you'll say. <laughs> But, but, um, like, it, it, it was just really tough. And it wasn't like I didn't want the kid or I didn't want, you know, to have another baby. It's just the timing didn't seem, like, right for it. But
0: most of it was because of my experience. That was most our of our, our experience. I was traumatized. <laughs> I was over it, like after a few months of having the baby. Like I was kind of like. I don't oh, think okay. we talk.
1: I don't think we talked much about the after effects too of like. We did because you had a, we had a C-section, and I I didn't have to care for a newborn baby. I had to care for a newborn baby and you.
0: But it, it was <laughs> yeah. It was for him. That was the rough. Experience was rough. So he like when I when we started talking about it or when we probably had a couple scares. He was not, like, super excited because he he felt more emotionally... Like, I felt like he was more emotionally affected by my birth experience than I was, honestly. Because I was already ready to, you know, just do another one. But he was, like... It brought back all the memories and all the experiences and, and how he felt during that time. Like, it brought all of that back. So he was not as ready as I was. But March comes around and... This is when we're looking for, like, birthing centers. We're looking for other options so that... Because um, one of our, our biggest issue was the fact that we could Are have probably... Are you
1: pregnant already at this time? No.
0: This is when we realized that we could have probably went...
1: Are you for real? We weren't pregnant. We were, we're just, already looking at birthing babe,
0: centers? We weren't. We see, were. Bro? We were looking to see our options That's what before. Happened. Basically, we were in a planning phase. So before we actually, like, went all in, we... We're planning some things. We're looking at birthing centers. We're looking at options.
1: Hindsight 2020, if we never did that, we would never got pregnant.
0: <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so we're looking at all our options and stuff because some of the things that did happen during our whole experience, um, we were notified that if we were at a birthing center, some things would have probably happened differently. If it was more so like you weren't on a time restraint. Um, we could have done things differently, so we just went and we started looking at birthing centers and all of that. That didn't work out, but come
1: march' we will poke.
0: come march we we did the thing
1: and she was pregnant,
0: yeah, I got pregnant in March. If
1: only we had cameras in the house when Wanda told me that she was pregnant,
0: we have a I would
1: have seemed like probably the worst person in the world,
0: so y'all um. It takes one time, okay? I'm just going to tell y'all. <laughs> and then it happened, and we got pregnant, and I was excited. And Rashto was, when I told him, or when we saw the, the result, let's just say he didn't have a smile on his face.
1: I didn't have words to say. Didn't I didn't have, say yeah. anything. He didn't and, say and anything. So, so... What happened is that I think I experienced my first legitimate like panic attack Yeah, where like my heart started racing like I began to get like really hot um, and like I began like I got like really like weak um, and I was just like nervous as if like the birth was about to happen right then and there. And it like it freaked me out to the point where like and this is what ended up happening. I ended up taking a nap because <laughs> like, that was the best way that I felt like I could have coped with it. And I just I just took a nap and that communicated so wrong to like Wanda and she didn't understand or I, I don't think she got it. I think she just kind of took it in as like like I wasn't happy, but it wasn't the fact that I wasn't happy. It was just more so of like fear took over more based on what i've experienced like before and that's what she saw like outwardly so she definitely that definitely caused tension like within us even like where it should have been a a moment of celebration It, it was a moment of like you know we, yeah. we were we, we, we kinda became at odds at one another. And but that like last
0: it didn't last that long after a few I weeks. I think we had like a
1: conversation. Yeah, we had a like conversation
0: that. and then we realized this is a, this is what it is and um we accepted the fact that we were pregnant and we were about to have another child, but we started planning towards that. Um, and this is when we decided to of course I continued working, but um and Micah continued going to child care. But we started to plan to move out of the luxurious apartment mm. and go Try into to save on some coins yeah we we decided to um pay off debt um that's so, when we learned about even we learned more or we dived more into the dave ramsey stuff and mm-hmm. like um, just paying off debt, the snowball effect, or whatever it's
1: called. Snowball effect, I think. Snowball
0: yeah. effect, and yeah, we just started planning it, to I Ooh.
1: I think, but I think, yeah, like, I think honestly, like, what year three, and what we said, like, refine, like, in the beginning, is that, like, it. what year three really helped us to do, especially peeling away from our family um, and really kind of being independent, like, it helped us to kind of see, like, the flaws like in our lives and essentially how we wanted to, how we actually wanted our lives to, to be like. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of things that we started to do and this is where we started to, um, I think really begin to kind of dig into us individually, um, dig into our finances and try to rebuild and restructure that. Um, and then also just like, what does, work life look like and just kind of like what is the life that we want to have like what is the life that we want to have and we started making some progressions towards that like yeah. i would say year 3 more so towards the end of year 3 is when we really started trying to go towards that trajectory of yeah. what we what do we want our lives to really look, look like.
0: like yeah before we end this is when we announce to everybody that we were pregnant with um this is when we kind of let the world know because our friends and family knew to wrap up year three was a, i feel like it was a really like learning
1: it's a learning, it turnaround, a learning turnaround type year Restarting
0: some things like refining was, yeah. like we I think, to honestly
1: go- i feel like hindsight I wouldn't say refining. Maybe year four was refining. Year three, year was three restart, is restart. Right? I would say restart.
0: Yeah, because we had to restart a yeah. whole lot. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, so we'll say restart for year three.
0: Um, yeah, that's what happened.
1: <laughs> we really don't need to add. Yeah, we don't
0: need. Yeah, anyway, we're done. Yeah, we're we're at an hour. And, we're basically done with year three, you guys. No, and
1: why why are you still talking? We're done. Bye bye. Why do
0: you always gotta end my video Adios.
1: like this? Like
0: you've been waiting to leave.
1: Because it's hot. You turn off the air conditioner. We've been wait, talking wait. for an hour. And you're next to me, holding holding me and all that stuff. And you got this hoodie and I'm hot. So let's go. Good night. I got this hair on my neck. Well, thank
0: you guys for listening to year three. We'll see you back for year four.
1: All right. Your voice always goes up high. Say bye to the people. We love you guys and see you next time.